We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. And by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Sunday after Oklahoma's dominating performance over Western Carolina last night. This is the morning after where we look at all of the post-game sound from last night, recap the big moments of Oklahoma's 76-0 win over the Catamounts. Three quarterbacks played, five touchdowns from Spencer Rattler all in the first half. Eric Gray, nine carries, 74 yards. Kennedy Brooks, six carries, 48 yards. How about the weatherman, Jaden Knowles, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood had a couple touchdown receptions as well. Oklahoma forced a couple fumbles, recovered them, had an interception courtesy of Bryson Washington. Uh, it, was a, it was a great night for Oklahoma Sooner football. The fans were back in full force. The striping of the stadium was very cool. And Oklahoma improves to 2-0. So, let's go through the post-game sound. We'll start with head coach Lincoln Riley in his meeting with the media. Okay, everybody. Um, thanks thanks for waiting up on us. Um, uh, a lot of fun tonight. They're proud of the t- way the team responded uh, really the entire week. Um, you know, it's for us, it was a, a battle against ourselves. And uh, I, I think our team, you know, much more... 
um, I think mentally in tune to, to play four quarters. And I think you saw that as, you know, we played a lot of different groups, a lot of different guys. Um, sideline was engaged the entire way, a lot of great energy, um, and then made some, some good improvements for the second game. So fun night, fun to be able to get a lot of different guys in the game and see them do well with the opportunities. So proud of the way we responded this second week. And, and uh, we know these challenges are going to keep coming. And we know we got a, a, a big one coming up next week that we're much, much looking forward to. And uh, so we've got to keep pushing out of our comfort zones each and every week. And uh, so this one's in, in the books. We did a good job with it. We'll be excited to, to get on to the next challenge. All right. Thank you, Coach. We'll go to questions. We'll start with Ryan Aver. Yeah, Lincoln, started, uh, going back to what you just said there, sort of competing against yourselves tonight, specifically on the defensive side. Uh, what did you see in that regard when you look at some of the things that uh, didn't go as well as you would have liked last week, coverage, uh, you know, other things like that? Yeah, communication was better. You know, we didn't have some of the the bust and the gifts that we that we felt like we gave them last week. Um, I thought I thought coverage was tighter overall, um, and we just played more sound football. We tackled better. Uh, just did a nice job, and that was big. Obviously, getting those turnovers in the second half, the turnovers, the fourth down stops, all of that. So, uh, I thought it was a pretty complete performance. Certainly, much improved um, in in the execution of our scheme. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Hoover. Lincoln, I was just going to follow up on that low number of penalties, low, no turnovers, um, efficient on third downs. Even your punter got a little work tonight. Did you get what you wanted out of this week? Or I know you said there's still more to improve on, but overall, did you get what you wanted? I do think we took some positive steps this week. I mean, I think, um, you know, we were, we were locked in and responded to some of the challenges. And, and so, uh, proud of the way that we handled it. You know, I, I think the the thing for us, it's it's not it's not easy. You, you got to go do it. But it was you know pretty obvious to everybody in here that we needed to go have a great week based on how we played in the second half in the first game. And uh, so now you know the new challenge is all right. You you played a complete game. You did some good things. Everybody feels better in the locker room. All of that. You know what what do we do with that? You know are we still is there a sense of satisfaction? Are we a, a hungry team that knows we got a long ways to go? We're going to get a lot better. And we, you know, we had a successful week because we, we were allowed ourselves to be pushed out of our comfort zone and work and improve and, and be very intentional about everything tonight. Um, nothing should change. And uh, so we got to have a, a tough week and uh, continue our climb. Brandon Drum. Hey, Lincoln. Um, you guys, you played a several, a lot of young guys actually tonight, but two that kind of stood out to me, and I don't, just kind of want your response on them, is uh, Danny Stutzman and Ethan Downs. Can you talk about their game? Some of the, they just seem to bring a lot of energy. They do. No, they do. Those are two kids that, that we found out pretty quick. You you know what you're going to get out of them in terms of effort and physicality, and, and, and they go. I mean, there's not a hesitation that sometimes you get with some freshmen. I mean, they, they go and they're, they're both physical players and aggressive players. And so uh, they, they both have really, really bright futures here. They, they did some really nice things tonight. Um, you know, and you just, you love seeing the aggression at a young age and they certainly both have that. James Hale. Hey, Lincoln, I'm curious. Uh, your, your quarterbacks look great tonight. I'm curious with how you're looking at film, and I, I know you just watched the game. What did you think of your three guys that got in the game? They all look really good today, uh, tonight. 
Yeah, I thought we were more patient, and I thought we, I thought we just kind of played within the scheme the whole night, and trusted the scheme and trusted the guys around us. Um, you know, just play, just played a cleaner game really overall. So yeah, I was proud of, you know, the way Caleb came in there and played. Uh, not not obviously the easiest situation to go into sometimes in that you know you don't have the full offense at your disposal and you know you're trying right. to obviously use clock and. But I thought he handled it well, did a lot of good things. And then Ralph came in and did a good job leading us to a score in his in his one drive, too. So good to get those guys in the game and see them perform well. A lot of growth for Spencer from game one. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He just looked so much better. Yeah, I think he was just more patient, uh, you know, really just, just a mindset to just go execute and really never got off of that. And that's that's what the best ones do. They can get in that in that kind of that – to that high level of focus and be able to maintain it. And he was much better there today. Thanks, Lincoln. Mason Young. Lincoln, got to see all four of your running backs tonight. Just your thoughts on on their play and also um, improved blocking from the O-line this week in terms of in the run game. Yeah, I thought we were cleaner um, in the run game. Uh, I thought we... I think everything. I thought we coached a little bit better, just the, just putting our guys in position to succeed. I'm not talking about the whole line, just really the whole offense. And I thought our, our guys, you know, more consistent physicality, more consistent mentality, less mental mistakes. And then I thought our backs ran through some stuff and ran aggressive too. So it was a yeah, the run, run game was strong all night. Um, just kind of, you know, we got it going early, which is always a big key, and we're able to ride it out. Kenny Carlson. Lincoln, that consistency you talked about um, seems like that's this is a pretty good game across the board in that regard. Considering you referenced what's on the horizon, that Nebraska game out there, I think I went back and you were still at ECU when this uh, series was announced. It's been a long time, but now it's here. What does that mean just for you for this team? Will you take a minute at any point this week to sort of reflect on just the the gravity of this rivalry being renewed? Yeah, I bet when I was at ECU, I wasn't wasn't thinking too much that you know about that. wasn't thinking I would I would uh, you know maybe be coaching here or be the head coach in that game. Kind of wild, honestly, to think about still. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's so cool they brought it back. Uh, what a great job by by you know Josie and our administration to to bring this one back. It's important. It's been an important game in in, in our game's history, and uh, so. I will. I, I will. I. I think you have to appreciate, especially ones like these that you don't get every year. Obviously, you know this is a, a little bit of a one-offer right now, and so I think we definitely have to appreciate it for what it is. And I think you know what it can become as far as the, you know, bringing so many people back that were a part of this for years and years and years, coaches and players. So no, it's a it's a special one. I mean, there's no no two boys about it. Thank you, Byron mm-hmm. Patton. Does that include uh, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln kind of educating your players on what this series has been about? Because they're so young, they don't probably don't know the history of it. Is that part of uh, the educational week for them? We will. You know, we, we will spend a, a little time with our guys on the education. Um, you know, it's a it's a fine line because, you know, for us, we, we've got to, you know, I think we've already proven when we focus on ourselves, we're a little bit better team. And, and so, um, you know, the majority of the focus will be on ourselves and going and playing a good game. Let's Let's go – Let's go make it a great memory, you know, and and uh, something we can look back on and be proud of, and we'll do that by our work. But I, but on the flip side, it is important to me that the guys understand, you know, what this game means, the history behind it, and some of the greats. So we'll, we'll make sure that our guys are aware and and uh, ready to go. 
So Eric Gray, uh, kind of comment on his performance. Uh, looked like he was kind of more in tune. He did some of the things you guys had talked about. Yeah, yeah, I thought he ran more decisive, um, you know, throughout the game. I thought he, he trusted it more, you know, made a couple big plays, obviously. So it's good to see him get going. And I think, you know, he took some steps on some of the things that we saw last week. So, you know, it's what, what we expected. We expected he would take a jump, and he did. Kenny Murdoch. Carrie, unmute. I can't hear Carrie on if anyone else can. Yeah, no. Even though he wouldn't, you did couldn't hear him. Yeah. All right. Uh, any more questions for Coach Riley? Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, Lincoln. Uh, just. Uh, I want to ask you about the, your your receivers tonight. Would you would you think about the that group? A, a lot of uh, young guys, Mario Williams and and Jaden Hazelwood, who's not necessarily young, but uh, you know had been out for a while. Would you think about the way those guys uh, performed, and and also uh, any injury updates on the guys who were hurt tonight? Uh, yeah, I thought the receivers as a whole played played pretty well. You know, we had a couple of. Um, a couple of big plays, thought we blocked pretty well. Had a, had a couple of drops, so we've got to, we certainly got to clean up. But um, yeah, like you said, a lot of guys made plays, came in there, stepped up, did some, did some good things. Really was able to get it from a number of different guys. You know, felt like we spread the ball. I hadn't seen the stats yet, but felt like the, the ball was spread around really the the entire game, which is you know typically when we're at our best. So. Uh, yeah, as far as the, some of the guys that got dinged up, we'll have to take a look at them. I don't, I don't think there was anything serious um, uh, right now, but we'll see how some of the, those guys respond after they get looked at tonight. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Mike, you still there? I think he's just coming back. Um, yeah, I got a quick question for you, Lincoln. Go ahead, John. So I lost my uh, internet. That's fine. You talked about him uh, last December. You talked about him in February. Is this freshman class maybe starting to exceed even your expectations, uh, or is it just too soon to think like that? Yeah, it's it's too soon. I mean, they're they're doing some good things, which we expected that that they would, um, you know. But so it's just this thing's such a long journey, you know. And we're gonna need these guys to continue to improve and to not not hit any type of wall. We're gonna need them to to really push through, um, and because obviously the challenges are gonna get more difficult as we go along. They're gonna be different challenges every week, and it's one of the biggest differences from high school to college is is. You know, you have to be at your best, and you have to you have to improve and take the steps, and uh, you, and you got to do it each and every week, or you can get exposed. So um, we'll keep pushing them. I'm excited about what they're doing, absolutely, uh, but a uh, long ways to go. Okay, a couple more here, um, Brandon Drum. Yeah, Lincoln. Um, last year, Perian came on. Perian Winfrey came on pretty pretty late in the season, started playing a lot better. This year, it seems like he started out pretty fast. Uh, last year, he was getting in the backfield. It seemed to sometimes like overrun some guys. It, has he kind of learned how to control himself going in there? Because he's been 
you know, making a couple sacks here and there. Yeah, no, that's, that was a big point of emphasis with him was, was finishing plays. And you're right, he was in position on, you know, several times last year and just we felt like he didn't make as many of them as he was able, as we thought he could. So worked on a lot of different things with him, you know, his, his flexibility, short air quickness, um, you know, just uh, learning to anticipate where these plays are going to hit and how guys are going to react when he gets in the backfield because he does it so well and so often. So uh, he's a... He's in better shape. He's better mentally. Uh, he's just he's in a in a much better place, and I think we're seeing you know some of the results here. And he he looked like he played quite a bit better tonight uh, from from his uh, game one performance. What what is a player like him in the middle? How how does that free up you guys on the edge? It changes everything. I mean that's the that's the that's the one part you can't you know run away from you know it's a part of every single play and uh, when you got a guy that can push the pocket and uh, can create disruption in the run game it's uh it makes life tough and, it, and you're right it does you know free up other guys on the edges to, to really be aggressive thanks Lincoln. Mm-hmm. okay i think carrie's good to go now can you hear me We're all good okay uh, sorry about that um lincoln I, i'm just wondering how nice it was after everything been through to see Jaden come out with two touchdowns tonight. Uh, and also, could you talk about adding Isaiah as a team captain? Yeah, Jaden did uh, did a good job, made a couple competitive plays down there, and, you know, he had a couple of really physical plays. So he, he continues to get better. You know, there was, I thought he did some good things the first week too, but you know, he's got a high ceiling. You know, he's going to continue to improve, um, you know, each week. it's It's been a long, long time since he's played, you know, significant amount of ball. So... We see him taking steps each week, and he's he's working hard on the practice field. Um, he's got a strong desire to to keep improving, so we'll, we'll continue to coach him hard, and I think he'll get better and better. Um, what was your other question? About you guys naming Isaiah? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It's um, you know he he got named originally, and and uh, we didn't do it the first week um, uh, because of uh, what happened off the field, and uh, but he. Um, you know, was was a guy that was he he got a lot of votes. He was a very popular choice for team captain, and and he's got a, a strong voice on this team, and has really built himself up and done it the right way. So it was uh, great to name him. The guys were really excited about it, and I know it meant a lot to Isaiah as well. Do you think he's a guy that not that he got overlooked, but maybe his it what he meant to the team is kind of now in these first couple of games really starting to show even more. Just sure. what he means overall that defense. Yeah, maybe overlooked on the outside, never in here. I mean, he's he's uh, we've always appreciated him, and as he's become a better player, he's been a big part of it here for a while, and and I think has always been a guy that kind of moves the needle as far as our our team and our defense is concerned. Sticking on offense, let's go from Coach Riley to Spencer Rattler. You know, Spencer had been questioned quite a bit about leadership, right? Um, he had been kind of frustrated I think in week one in the performance against Tulane and and you could see it but he came out and and played incredibly well on Saturday and helped lead the suitors to the win here Spencer Rattler post game Spencer um was it important for you personally and for the team to come out and put on a performance like this tonight after the way last week went yeah for sure like we just wanted to be better and just execute Hey, kind of build on that. What was practice like this week for you guys as far as honing in on making the improvements that you guys wanted to make so you can come out here and perform like that this evening? Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Like, when we got in uh, the facility on Monday, um, even on Sunday, we, we 
just the vibe was uncomfortable. We we knew we, we what we had to do, and uh, we were challenged that this past week, and uh, came out here today and executed our plays, went through the reads, played hard for four quarters, and uh, that was our big thing: four quarters and, and finished. So uh, we did well with that. Hey Spencer, what did you see out of Jaden and Todd and to come in to walk on guys with Provoking and to find the end zone twice today? <clears throat> yeah, they make a lot of plays in practice, so I wasn't uh, really like surprised by that. You know, those those two guys could play. Uh, I've known Todd for a while now, and then Jaden being the newer guy, uh, walk on, he did a great job. Had a couple big explosive plays, and then Todd punched a couple in as well. So, um, you know, they play well off each other, and you know, we never know when we'll need them. So, those are two good guys to have. Hey, Spencer, I know you haven't hardly had a chance to have this one over yet, but with Nebraska on the horizon, I'm pretty sure you were maybe in elementary school when this game got announced, and yeah. now it's finally here. Um, what does it mean for you? Is, it a, is there a nostalgia factor? Uh, what, what, what kind of – what are your thoughts as you head into a game where it's going to be Sooners on one side, Huskers on the other? Yeah, I know it's a, a big rivalry was back in the day, and um, it's going to be a big, you know, fun atmosphere, especially being at home and – you know, it's just another game, though. We got to go in and prepare this week, and uh, you know, see what they do on the defensive side, and and uh, practice it to perfection, and then come out Saturday and just play our best, and uh, for four quarters. I mean, it, it sounds boring and bland, but that's how it is. Thanks, Spencer. Have a good one. Yes, Spencer. Just wondering, after everything that Jaden Hazelwood went through last season, how good it feel to get him a couple touchdowns tonight and celebrate with him afterwards? Yeah, no, it was great to have him back, <clears throat> you know, full speed. I, I told him before the game, I'm going to get you in that end zone a couple times, and that's what we did. You know, he came off the ball aggressive tonight, uh, had, had a bunch of one-on-ones that he won, and uh, kind of bailed me out on that one throw. It was back shoulder, but it wasn't as back shoulder as it could be, but he went up and grabbed it from the guy. So he, he played very well tonight. Hey Spencer, there's a lot of people going into this game wondering what could OU possibly take from it. Now that it's over, can you sort of elaborate? What does a game like this do for you guys? I mean, like, like Coach Riley told us in the locker room after, like every every team we play is no face um, and, and nameless. Like we have to, uh, meaning like we have to approach every game the same. Uh, so with this game, we cleaned up a lot of stuff. We knew we wanted to make it a statement game, uh, no matter who we played. And uh, we came out here and played great ball, maybe some of our best ball. And we just got to carry that on and get better and better each week. And uh, that's our plan going forward. Spencer, we saw you pregame be among the first few players to roll out on the field just to get some practice in you practicing your deep throws with your headphones in, and you looked really comfortable. Um, throughout the course of the game, would you say you felt comfortable the entire time? And on top of that, what's your go-to song when you're practicing your throws? Uh, yeah, the first question, I was very comfortable today. Uh, I just trusted the pocket more. Um, trusted my old line up front. They blocked very well. Uh, there was two plays I could have stayed in there. I stepped up and got tackled on one. But uh, just being decisive with my reads, uh, trusting the pocket, the progression, and then my go-to song, uh, I really don't have a go-to song, but, you know, my I was listening to some young boy, some some baby, a couple of things, but gets me Are going. Are you drinking there? Uh, no, nah, I, I like the smooth drink, so that's like an after-game vibe. Hey, Spencer, what do you think about the 
finish up with Oscar Kerwright? Hey, Spencer. You know, early in your career, you got to play sort of pretty early on as a backup, and now, you know, as a starter, Caleb Williams is doing that behind you. Just what do you get to see from him tonight, and what does that mean for him to be able to play so early? Yeah, he did pretty good out there. Uh, he's, he's a confident guy. Uh, went out there, um, was ripping the ball, um, going through his reads, and, you know, he made a couple plays, had that big run. It was a good run. And then the other one, he shouldn't have fell down. But <laughs> it is what it is. He he played a good game when he was in. And then uh, Ralph Rucker as well, he did well um, driving us down and, and scoring. And it's great to see Jaden Hazelwood get in the end zone a couple of times. Uh, he was great in the post game. Here's some Jaden Hazelwood. Hey, Jaden, um, after last week, how important was it for the team to come out and put on a show like this? I mean, is this something you guys talked about throughout the week? Um, I would say this week we pretty much um, we emphasized a lot of energy and playing uh, four quarters, and I feel like we did that tonight. Uh, that was like the that was like the goal all week. Like that was every in every speech we got, every meeting it was playing four quarters, and I feel like we did that a hundred percent tonight. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, Jane, we talked so much about the strength and numbers of this offense. You know, 13 receivers catching a pass tonight, but just curious for you personally, you know, after everything you went through last season, now being back on the field healthy, how good did it feel for you to get in the end zone a couple times tonight? Uh, it was, it was, I was, I was very excited tonight. Um, I mean, obviously, we still got a lot of work to do, but um, like. I'm glad I could just contribute to the team and put some points on the board and, you know, make the coaches and my family proud. Hey, Jaden, what can you say about, you know, Spencer's performance tonight? Obviously, he said that he wanted to find you in the end zone tonight, and he, he did. So what can you say about his performance and how much he uh, he did in that first half? Yeah, he actually uh, – he he kept his word. <laughs> um, he um he we came up to me like the last couple of days and told me like we gonna get you in the end zone this week because obviously last week um I didn't get as many touches, uh, which sometimes that's gonna happen. But I mean it was never like a conversation where we just said oh, I need more touches. It was just like a natural feeling between us and we got the job done this week. Hey, Jaden, I know that this one is still uh, just a few minutes uh, old, yeah. but with Nebraska on the horizon and the fact that you have some Oklahoma history in your family, mm. what, is, what does it mean going into this week to, to know that Nebraska is going to be on the other sideline next week? I mean, I did hear when I was a kid that Nebraska was like a big rivalry and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like it's just a big game because it's the next game. Um, we're going to prepare the same. We're going to prepare it. The same as we played Texas, we're going to prepare the same as if we played who we played tonight. So, um, basically, we're just going to go out there and play our game. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. And we will uh, go to Austin Kerr right next. Hey, Jane, was just curious what you thought of uh, Caleb Williams' performance in the second half tonight, you know, being a younger guy and being that first sort of action. And... It cut off. I didn't. Uh, I don't know why that keeps happening. Uh, Caleb Williams' performance in the second half. Mm -hmm. you oh. Speak on that. oh, yeah. Um, I wasn't surprised at all. Um, he's a talented dude, man. Um, he's actually like a freak. So he's definitely going to be like a good <laughs> player for OU, like when it's his turn and when it's his time. I mean, I wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> 
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And then sticking with the offense, you know, the a, a big question heading into this season was the depth at running back, right? The Sooners have just two scholarship running backs. And the weatherman, Jay Knowles, was, well, he was cashing in left and right last night. A couple of touchdowns. Looked great running the football. He got his first opportunity to meet with the media. Hey, Jayden, congratulations uh, on the game tonight. Well, what did it feel like to get out there and, uh, and make some plays? Man, it felt great just to get the opportunity. Are you, are you muted? I'm muted. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, I felt great. You know, I was glad to get the opportunity and to play for the O and the Sooners. You know, um, it felt great. You know, I can't really describe it right now. Hey, Jaden, what's this, the process been like for you throughout this preseason camp and the journey that you've been since your time here in Norman? Uh, it was a long journey, you know, coming from Swasu to OU. Uh, you know, you gotta trust the process. You know, believe in myself and the people that's around me, that's supporting me. Um, you know, it, we here. You know, so it feels great to just, uh, continue to stay on that process to get where I'm going. You know. Yeah, Jaden. Obviously, you had a big run tonight. Had a big pass reception as well. And your first extended game action with the Sooners. You feel like you proved something tonight. You know, I think I did, but, you know, just keep on working. Whatever I can do to contribute for the team, that's the main thing. You know, the individual goals will come. But as long as we get the W, which we did, that's the main goal, and that's the, the main outcome that I'm looking for. Hey, Jaden, you've obviously scored touchdowns before, but talk me through the two tonight. What was that like to uh, to get into the end zone? What were your emotions and your thoughts in those moments? The first one, I was like, man, finally. You know, it was like, you know, I, I finally I, I broke through. That's what it felt like just because just getting here was a long journey. You know, I had to try out, do all this stuff to, just to get a chance to get on the team. And 
crossing the goal line, it was just like finally, you know, and it felt great. The one you uh, you had the uh, the pass that you almost broke. Did you feel like you could see the goal line coming? Like yeah. you're almost there. Yeah, that one that one's gonna haunt me. You know, I, I gotta trust my speed more. I stutter step when I should have just kept on going. But you know, I felt great. Um, I'm thankful for the O line protection and Caleb's pass. You know, so. Thanks, Jaden. Jaden, right? Yeah, Jaden. Um, as the sort of running back depth has, has there's been some attrition there. Uh, how have you and Todd handled that? Have you guys, uh, did you guys sort of see this as an opportunity for yourselves? And, and were you talking amongst yourselves about that? I mean, we did see it as an opportunity, but every day we going into practice, you know, just continue to get better because you know in football. You never know when you're going to get your name called. So it's always good just to be prepared for that situation. And me and Ty work, you know. So it's not, you know. Hey, Jaden, uh, congrats on the win. I uh, just wanted to ask you about one of your teammates there in the second half, uh, Caleb Williams. Just could you talk about his performance and, you know, what you've seen from him getting to play as a younger? Uh, he's doing a great job, you know. Caleb is a great guy, great teammate. He knows he wants to do everything for the team, and he you saw that tonight. You know he's a team player, and when he get his name called, he does what he does. You know so. All right, to the defense shutout city, Alex Grinch, always the perfectionist, right? He's he's gonna be happy with the shutout, but there's so much more that we can see out of this defense. Yeah, Alex, uh, I know this is a, a different level opponent than y'all saw last week, and you will see here moving forward, but. When you look at what your defense was able to do tonight, what kind of steps forward do you see that they took? Is there anything that's still uh, concerning to you uh, out there? And just how much better uh, do you feel like your group played tonight versus a week ago? I think probably in, in a lot of ways we, we, we play better. I mean, you reference you know the, the level of competition, um, but but also against that level of competition, you should play a certain way. And and I thought the. Um, you know, I'll, I'll rewind the clock uh, to, to preparation over the course of the week. I thought was better, regardless of opponent. Um, you know, I, I I don't believe as coaches we changed this week. Um, and and the thing that changed over the course of um, the last five days or so was our players. You know, uh, we, we prepared with an intent. Um, we were you know kind of willing to do the hard stuff over the course of the week. And you're not always, you know, obviously guaranteed to, to reap the benefits on Saturdays and that. But uh, um, th th this time out, we were, and I think the the chief thing that uh, um, I think we, we walk away from the, the, the game with is, is knowing that we got a lot of guys opportunities to play, some by design, some uh, obviously as a result of the score. Um, and, and these are games that uh, we didn't have last year, and that, that that's something in these first two weeks, um, and 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 maybe it almost bit us a week ago. And I got to admit that. But we didn't have these these non-conference games. Um, you know, obviously we had one last week, and then meet in Dubai, and then you're then you're right into to, uh, the the conference slate. And and if memory serves me, that didn't go real well for us early. And so um, I, I think uh, you know taking advantage of, of these two weeks uh, before Nebraska, um, and, and we we know what's coming. Um, the level of competition uh, rises. That's why you come to Oklahoma. Um, but, uh, you know, to achieve uh, the opportunity to get a lot of guys, games are different, and, and to get a lot of guys playing time over the last two weeks has been good. Yeah, Alex, the, the, some of the guys that are getting playing time, a lot of them are freshmen. You look out there at one point, I think there were four freshmen 
uh, just in the 21 class, uh, but then you also see some redshirt freshmen. You see some sophomores from last year uh, across the board. And this was in the second quarter. So uh, just comment on the on the freshman class specifically. They looked real good in high school. They looked real good uh, on signing day. But are they exceeding expectations? I think several of them are. I mean, I, I highlight, uh, you know, I, I think that the Trail McCutcheon is coming on. Uh, you know, practicing better that way. Ethan Downs, we've been real excited about really, really since day one. Danny Stutzman uh, is another one. Uh, and, and Clayton Smith's played quite a bit of football already, uh, which has been good. And, and again, going back to that point, they, they, you know, there was, um, you know, very few opportunities to get some of those freshmen a year ago. You mentioned those redshirt guys. You know, you're sitting there four or five weeks into the season and you haven't seen them play games. And one of the lessons we learned over the COVID year was you get better playing football, playing games. And obviously, you get better uh, practicing. There's no doubt about it. Um, but but I think if you look across the country, you know th- those teams that didn't get a chance to play a lot of games, um, you know you know r- rarely exceeded expectations. You know you get better playing uh, the game. It's it's 85,000 people. It's different than practice. Uh, it just is. Um, and and um, so in in that respect, uh, um, again, some by design and, and, and some uh, the opportunity presented itself tonight to get even, even more guys out there. But we thought we were just responsible on our part to uh, use these first two weeks and get a lot of guys an opportunity so we get a chance to evaluate them and say, well, you know, with us, we want our be- you know, the best DB or the best linebacker, the best D lineman is standing next to us. And we never find out uh, when the lights come on if, if he can handle it. And so, um, again, it, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's still uh, – uh, up in the air, whether it's going to work out for us, but uh, in any event, it's been good to, to watch those guys. Mason Young. Hey, Alex, you talked earlier in the week about Shane Witter needing to be more accountable for you guys. Um, is the play he made tonight something that can spur him for further on in this season? And was also curious for your thoughts about Bryson Washington, what he was able to do tonight with the turnovers. Well, I think in both cases, I, I, you know, there's been a level of frustration in, in, in me and then and the rest of the defensive coaches in terms of you know, what we haven't gotten out of you know, those two individuals in particular. You know, and, and that, that very interesting class a year ago when, when you come in during you know, what was such a strange, um, uh, obviously 2020 for everybody, but imagine being a college freshman your first time out. Um, and I didn't think we got a lot, enough out of that class a year ago. Uh, and was really, really disappointed, uh, you know, one in our, you know, chief, chiefly in, in our inability to, to get it out of them. And, but number two, um, you know, their, their inability to, to rise to the occasion that, last year. Um, and I think it continued in the spring. I think it continued in the fall camp. Um, and the message to these guys is, you know, if you prepare the right way, um, you do the things that you're, you're, you're coached to do, uh, and you do, it, do so with a, a high level of effort, you know, we want you. We want you in the game. As we tell these guys, we don't bring you to Oklahoma to watch football. You can watch us on your couch. You know, every Saturday we brought you here to play. Um, and so, you know, in Shane's case, you know, like like I mentioned, I, I've been frustrated. I, I expect more from him. He can run. Um, he, he has a lot of the skill sets that we look for a linebacker, in particular, the ability to um, to, to use speed and, and, and be elite that way. Same thing. Bryson's one of the fastest guys on our team. Um, and, and they got to practice that way, and ultimately they got to play that way. Um, and and um, it's trending in the right direction, you know. It, it uh, but by no means uh, uh, it's something that is, is you know quote unquote fixed. But uh, um, it, it's certainly the, the right steps. Thanks, Alex. Yes. James Hill. 
No, Alex, tonight uh, you got a shutout. It's not easy to get a shutout in college football. Today, I realized the opponent, but still they drove on you in the second half a little bit. They got in position. You guys made plays. What's your thoughts on getting a shutout? Well, we, we, we threatened the guys in the second half and, you know, that we're going to run them if uh, run them on Monday if uh, they, they scored a touchdown. And that was a, the motivation was those older guys to, to help those younger guys out. Um, and so I, I don't know if they were thrilled with the, the takeaways as much as they were just thrilled with the, the fact that the drive stopped. Um, but but I thought that energy level was good, you know, with, with you know some of the older guys leading some of those younger guys that, that got opportunities. And, you know, one, one of your, your biggest frustrations is you give, you know, guys – uh, an opportunity, regardless of what the scoreboard reads, uh, as we tell them, every opportunity is an opportunity. You know, so often these guys say, "Well, if I, coach, if you just gave me a chance, I'd, I'd show you." Well, um, it, it, uh, tonight was a, a pretty good uh, uh, opportunity for a lot of guys, and 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 so happy for those guys uh, that, that they took advantage of it uh, almost to the man, and uh, um, you know something moving forward that uh, you know now that we got game reps that we get a chance to evaluate of, of, of some of those younger guys. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Patton. you didn't seem you didn't have the uh, mental bust that you had in week one. I mean, the, the opponent, yes, wasn't up to what you're going to face, but I didn't know this guy's uh, running free like last week. Yeah, and and the minute you you, you bring it up, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm as a as a competitor, I'm not over it, right? As as a professional, you you have to be, and you got to move on and all this stuff. And and, and you know, I, I have said it before; it's always one week evaluations, and it's a responsible thing to do as a coach to keep it. Right there, um, because you can, with small sample sizes, you can go to one extreme or the other, uh, or you can hang on to, um, you know, p past successes or past failures, um, which really have have no impact on on, on the coming week. Um, so, but again, uh, th those still frustrate me. There's, they're not; they didn't all of a sudden become okay, you know, as we sit here tonight, uh, and and they're not forgiven, right? But uh, uh, certainly, and I and I go back to the the week of preparation. I, I think guys have a, a little bit of a, a reminder to the older guys and a lesson to the younger guys that the things that we practice, we want to see in games. Um, and we got to take advantage of, of having, not, not to make any claim that we have an answer for everything uh, as coaches, um, but in the same token, we, we take a lot of pride in not putting our guys in a situation where they can't be successful. Um, but, but in the moment, they're on the field and they, they got to go do it. As we tell them, you're the coordinator, make the call. As long as you play the call, 11, 11 guys doing the same thing, we're going to be all right. Um, and obviously that wasn't the case, uh, uh, certainly at the level it should have been uh, a week ago. And so, um, again, uh, tonight better and, and, you know, on to the next week. And we got to make sure that we're doing things uh, the right way over the course of, uh, you know, Monday through, through Friday. So uh, um, we, can, we can play at a higher level next Saturday than we did this Saturday. Jenny Carlson. times this Nebraska matchup and I'm curious um, I, when they when the series was announced I think you were still at Missouri um, so you were a little ways away from being in the position you are right now but to have this matchup um, I know that the guys you know have a sense that it's big but how do you sort of communicate to them just the magnitude of the rivalry without sort of letting that get in the way of preparation and all the things that come with a normal game sure I, I think just as a, as a football fan you know, you, you know, you're talking about, you know, two of the uh, historically, you know, elite programs in this country. Um, and, and, and so, you know, having an experience uh, against them over the years at, at a couple different places, um, you know, the quality of football. Obviously, Coach Frost does a, a tremendous job. Um, and, and 
Um, I, I think it's it's exciting. I, I, like I mentioned, I mean that's that's why you come to, to places like Oklahoma. You know, um, we we chose here uh, as coaches, as players, the same. And and, and you want uh, you want to play against you know uh, high level guys. And and again, there, there's 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 something um, about college football that includes the history of it. You know, and and as obviously every year is a new year and and, and that. But uh, um, but by 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 no. By no means do are we, uh, uh, you know, the, the fact that Nebraska, being who Nebraska is and, and has been for a long, 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 long time, uh, coming into our place, we, we have a respect level for that and appreciation for the opportunity. Hey, time for two more. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Alex, um, you got the two freshmen that kind of stood out, I guess, for me today was uh, Danny Stutzman and Ethan Downs. Can you talk about just their energy and the game that they had and can you also talk about Pierre and Winfrey and just kind of his growth from the middle of last year till now and I guess maturity on and off the field yeah I, I'll start with Perry on. I think the biggest thing you know he's, he was a disruptor for us a lot you know last year but but didn't have a lot of production um, I think he was disappointed by that I, I think we, we we expect more from him that way you know to, to not just get in the backfield but make, make uh, plays uh, when he's back there um, you know, reference it, you know, and, and, and it, it, it applies, you know, obviously with a senior class, you know, if you're a senior, you know, it's a contract year for you. Um, and, and, and I, I, I say that bluntly to him. It's a contract year. Um, there's no other way to describe it. Um, and, and so, you know, you got to make sure that, uh, you know, pr- production uh, is, is shown, uh, you know, not, not just uh, at times or, or in moments, but uh, level of consistency that way. Um, and I think he's just becoming more of a consistent guy. I think that we still, um, you know, it's a junior college guy that, that comes in again during 2020. You don't get to work with him near as much as you, you, you otherwise would have, you know, as a mid-year guy, but then you immediately send him home. And so, um, you know, we, we uh, it's a crash course right now for Coach Tibbs to, to continue to, to bring him along. But uh, um, I'm excited about what he can be, and we, we need him to be that sooner rather than later. And then you mentioned the freshman, excited about Danny, excited about Ethan. Um, you know, uh, I think about Kelvin Gilliam. I, I, I that that uh, you know you uh, um, you know w- want to uh, you know temper your your expert expectations of some of those young guys and not to put too much on them. Um, but uh, kind of thrilled with, with, with where they're at right now, and and uh, you know uh, let's get more of them. And Ryan Eber. yeah, Alex, sticking with that uh, theme of freshmen. I know you touched on him earlier when you were answering John's question, but uh, Latrell McCutcheon, what, what have you seen from him, especially this week leading up, got his first start tonight, uh, and, and how do you think he performed? Yeah, I, I, I think uh, didn't have a lot, uh, you know, in terms of getting challenged uh, tonight. Um, so kind of the, the, the verdict is, is still out. You know, we, we've been battling consistency at, at corner. Um, you know, there's a brand of, of, of and style of play we, we want. Uh, on the back end and, and specifically uh, at, at corner. Um, and, and so really have challenged those guys to, to bring that. I, I don't think it's been consistent enough in practice. Um, and, and one of the messages to some of those guys is if we can't get it out of an older guy, we might want to put a freshman out there. Um, and, and so his, his level's got to go up. Uh, that, that whole room's level got to go up, and we expect it to. I think we got the right guys in that room. I think the talent level is there. The athleticism is there. Um, and, and we got to make sure that uh, the aggressiveness and the consistency matches that, and, and so that uh, 
uh, and, and that's obviously every position. I, I don't want to just you know say, it, but specific to that. But uh, that's where we stand after two weeks, and, and uh, um, we'll, we'll continue to, to, to you know based on how guys practice, determine who the stars will be each each and every week. And we'll wrap things up with a little Perry on Winfrey, who was incredible, just in constantly pushing the pocket around last night in the Sooners win. Around, we'll start with the simple thing. How great does it feel to get a shutout tonight after the way you guys performed last weekend? I mean, it feels good. We were just, a whole week of practice, we just practiced finishing, finishing, finishing. Every play, every rep, just going in and doing what we need to do, just focusing on the fundamentals and realizing that everything else will come. So it just felt good to have a shutout. We wish we could have kept the rushing yards at negative, but, you know, maybe next time. How different was the preparation this Tuesday, Wednesday compared to last week? I know that's something Alex Grinch talked a whole lot about. The preparation on Tuesday and Wednesday, you could just feel the energy at the practice and just feel how hard we were working every single rep and just feel the 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 want to be great and the want to be elite every play. So that's how I could tell that we were going to have a great week. Go to Jason Kersey with The Athletic. Hey, Perry, on kind of following up on that, um, is this the sort of game that can carry, that can provide a lot of momentum uh, moving forward for this team? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Next week, we, we focused on Nebraska, and then after that, we focused on the next opponent. So next week, we're going to go in on Monday and watch the film that we need to, and every day we're just going to continue to work and work and work and focus on our fundamentals and just knowing that if we focus on us and strain to the football, that everything else will follow. Thanks, Perry. No problem. Go to Chandler Engelbrecht. Marianne, what can you say about your quarterback's performance tonight, uh, mainly being Spencer? He kind of balled out in that first half. What did you see from him? Man, honestly, I just knew I could just look in his eyes and tell that he was going to have a different game. I, um, like, just knowing that the work he put in this week and just knowing that he was a little frustrated last week, I know Spence personally, so I knew that he was going to come and attack this game from a different approach, and that's what he did. And I just can't wait to see what he do next week and weeks to follow. Thanks. No problem. Go to uh, Justin Martinez. Perry, on what did you see out of Danny Stutzman? Team high eight uh, total tackles for him in this one. For real? <laughs> I, I love Danny. Like during fall camp, he was second in strain after me, of course. But he that boy runs to the ball every play. And like we love him for that. He's crazy. Like he's a little cuckoo in the head. Like <laughs> he hurt his elbow. And, like it didn't even phase him at all. Like. We just love his energy and the, the way he runs to the ball and just the way he practices and plays every day. Go to Jim Carlson. Hey, Perrion. Uh, you were like, I don't know, middle school when this game against Nebraska got uh, announced now that you guys are, are now getting ready for that week. What's it like to know that you are going to be part of such a traditional rivalry getting renewed? Man, it's exciting. It's exciting times. Like, um, I just can't wait to be a part of this tradition and just going with my teammates and just work this week and just I'm just excited to play a good opponent and just carry on what we did this week and just continue to do what we're doing. Is there is there a nostalgia, mystique? I don't know. What is it for you guys when you think about that Oklahoma on your jersey and the Nebraska on their jersey? Honestly, week to week, we don't even look at the opponent. We just focus on us like we don't even try to downplay the opponent or think too much about the opponent we truly focus on us so that when it comes to game we're not thinking that oh this is an easy game we got this 
we truly just focus on us. So no matter what the opponent is, we're going to give it our all and go hard every single play. Thank you. Take uh, one more question for Perion from Austin Curran. Yeah, Perion, you got asked about former five-star uh, Spencer Rattler. So I was going to ask you about another five-star Caleb Williams. Just what was it like getting to see him play out there and sort of his first elongated uh, action as a uh, What'd you say? You cut out first. You cut out. I can't hear you. Um, what do you think of Caleb Williams getting to play for the first time, sort of, as in a longer period? Uh, yeah, it was exciting. I just loved the way he played and just his energy. And he went out there and scored a couple of touchdowns for us and just did what he needed to do. He's an exciting player, and I just can't wait to see what he's doing next year. Once again, the final score, 76-0. to zero. Oklahoma gets the win. Couple of of notes. I mean, this was just a fascinating performance as Oklahoma dominated from start to finish. They finally punted, though. They finally punted. We were on the verge of having the first ever two game stretch. I think it, it went back to like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds when Oklahoma had not punted in back to back games. So the seventy six points were the most that Oklahoma scored since their season-opening win over North Texas in 2007. Spencer Rattler tied for the most touchdown receptions in a half with Jason White. That was the game, of course, that Oklahoma won 77-0. 347 passing yards, 277 rushing yards, um, 10 straight games, its winning streak, second-longest winning streak nationally. And how about, again, the domination on third downs on both sides of the football. OU 8 of 12 on third down plays while holding the Catamounts to just a 3 for 15 marks. So there you have it. The morning after. The Sooners win it. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll do this all season long. Drop the Sunday morning after a Sooner game on Saturday. Enjoy Nebraska week. We've got a lot coming up on the podcast platform. Make sure you're subscribed at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Search Sooner Sports Podcast on Apple or iHeart, however you consume podcasts. And we'll see you back here tomorrow and Tuesday for the Game Plan Live with Toby and I. You can watch that on Facebook and Soonersports.tv at about 1.05 Central Time Tuesday. Until then, have a great week. Tell you Nebraska is back. Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.